Hello, everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear about, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the eighth episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Today's guest, we have CSU Fullerton men's golfer, Garrett Bow. Welcome, Garrett. Hey, uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, it's nice to get you on, and um, I know you're over at school right now and stuff, so um, we'll get straight into the questions, kind of talk about where'd you grow up and stuff. Um, yeah. Perfect. Um, yeah, so I'm from Fresno, California. Um lived there my entire life, lived in the same house my whole life. Nice. Um, nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, before I started golfing, uh, I used to actually drive race cars. Oh, yeah? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Until I was uh, 12, actually, I used to – I raced from when I was 6 until 12. So that was, like, a good um, six years. Like, never touched a club my entire life. Didn't mm-hmm. really care what golf was. And then <laughs> – one father's day um my dad was like oh uh i got you a set of clubs oh like, nice he gets me a set of clubs for father's day uh-huh. just like go out to the range and just like see like just have some fun and um yeah so like i went didn't even know anything about golf mm-hmm. i just loved it from then on and um yeah it's kind of just from there been like yeah. non-stop so i just fell in love with the game yeah, that's kind of how that's kind of everybody's story. You know, you have that first shot or you hit that like whatever it is about golf and you just get the itch for it. So, um, yeah. so your dad got you into golf and stuff. Um, where to, where'd you play high school golf at? Um, I played at Buchanan High School. Okay, Buchanan, yeah. Uh, yeah, in Clovis. So, um, I mean, we had, we usually had pretty decent teams mm-hmm. um, throughout my whole years. Definitely a lot of lifelong friends i mean that's where i made most all my friends at right we were were like a really tight team yeah that's good that's good to have yeah and uh it's kind of funny i didn't i mean i don't think we we maybe played together like or saw each other at the same tournaments kind of like kind of in the postseason stuff we never played against buchanan or anything but um me growing up in kingsburg i'm surprised we never really uh never really did that so um, as your years progressed through high school, um, what kind of scores were you shooting and stuff? Well, like my freshman year, um, I was like one of those kids that was like, you know, I was like average size, like the elementary school, but like once like junior, junior high and like early years of high school, like I was just like a really, really small kid. Like mm-hmm. I was probably, I think I was like five, five, my freshman year in high school. Oh, wow. Not really hitting it anywhere. But, like, I, I, like, had a decent short game, and I was shooting, like, like high – like, if I shot, like, 38 or 39 in nine holes, I'd be, like, okay, like, pretty pumped about it. Yeah. I was shooting good enough to be, like, the five or six man on my high school team. Okay. So it was pretty good. Like, I was playing, but, I mean, it was fun playing with the older guys and stuff. Um, yeah. Just good they're all better than you and it's just fun to learn from them so yeah that's the thing it's kind of nice to I mean my high school team I've said it in numerous episodes we didn't have a very good team so whereas you guys had kind of a bigger pool to pick out of kids and stuff and you had a good team and stuff and you guys were competing against awesome teams as well so yeah for um, sure yeah yeah, 
my freshman year, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people on this podcast know, but like Peter Quest was in my high school league my freshman mm-hmm. year. Yeah. And he's played what, like five, six PJ Tour events. PJ Tour events. Yeah. He graduated from BYU. Yeah. He's a legit player. Yeah. So it's like, I don't think he ever really knew who I was, but like when I, I like when he's on the range, I'm like, holy smokes, like, like <laughs> so good. Uh-huh, right. <laughs> Just like little freshman, like, holy shit. Uh-huh, right so um freshman year stuff uh how did sophomore year junior year and senior year, how did that progress yeah so like freshman year we didn't even make it to valleys as a team and mm-hmm. then my sophomore year we were like a really old team we had three seniors two juniors and then oh, my wow. as a sophomore mm-hmm. and like we were, we were like a pretty talented team, but like all through the regular season, like we never really like played super well. Like we didn't win a single event mm-hmm. all year long, like no regular season events. Like we, I think we won a preseason, but there was like no, really like no good teams there. So it was kind of like, I think we won by like 40 or something, but oh, I see. <laughs> like a little like scrimmage thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like we had good players, but we never really clicked. And then and our, like our high school team, we hadn't won a Valley championship in like 14 years or something. Mm-hmm. So we show up to Valley's my sophomore year and we win by nice. like 10. You're like, and, let's go. Yeah. And like, we finally like all played well as a team. And like, it was just so fun to see because, you know, we had like three seniors. So it was like a really like special thing for them to mm-hmm. like right. first time 14 years on their senior year. So it was really cool. And uh, one of our guys who was a sophomore, Tyler, he actually won as an individual. Nice. Which was funny because he played like number five for us all year. Oh, and really? Yeah, had a re- he had a really good, he just, from then on, he started playing really well. And then eventually ended up going to uh, Chico State now. Nice. Sweet. So, oh, yeah. I've, uh, I've played with him before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who yeah. he is. Sweet. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so that was a pretty cool that was a pretty cool year for sure mm-hmm. um just to kind of come out of nowhere and win and right. then we, we went down to socal so it was like one one tournament away from state yeah this at, is at uh this is in pasadena right brookside yeah okay yeah, yep and uh we didn't really play the team didn't do particularly well but i actually ended up playing really well and i like 360 lip out like oh. a, 10-footer on the last hole to miss by one. Oh man, that's yeah. tough. And I think Tyler, he like bogeyed like his 17th hole to miss by one. Oh man. Yeah, well. and, like so both of us like played really well. Like we kind of started like playing well at the same time, about mm-hmm. last half of like that year. And then going into sophomore year, we had me, and then we had also Ian. I don't know, you probably know Ian, right? Ian Oshlager? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we had him and Tyler were two seniors, and then I was a junior. And then we lost three seniors, and we replaced with three freshmen. Oh, wow. So a lot of new faces on the team. But, yeah, so they're all seniors now. And Jake is actually going to play at Fresno State. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Brendan is actually playing at my school next year now, too. Oh, nice. Wow, yeah, you guys had a pretty stacked team. Yeah, so – yeah, like three freshmen, but they all could play. So mm-hmm. that season was complete opposite of my sophomore year because we won every 
regular season event except for one. Oh. And we like pretty much just dominated the track. And then we go to Valleys and we lose by one. Oh man, that's tough. So yeah, that was kind of a, that was a heartbreaker. And mm -hmm. then same thing, we go down to SoCal's again. That year I ended up playing terribly. Um, that's all right, that's golf. But yeah, and that was like kind of a turning point for me, like individually, because like I'd always been like, I'd always been like, okay, growing up. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, after like, we won like the Valley and stuff. And like, I played well as an individual. And like, you know, I started to be like, okay, like maybe I'm a little bit better than like an okay player. Right. Uh -huh. Would help hold myself to a little bit higher standard. And like my junior year, like I literally played worse than my sophomore year. Oh, really? Yeah. And I'm like a super like competitive person. Mm -hmm. I didn't really have like any offers, like nothing really going on. Right. And I playing bad at a uh, Brookside. And I was like, wow, like I need to like really like do something like going into this summer because like mm -hmm. I summer and then it's my senior year. So, like, yeah. you know, I, I should be like, this is the time where you start like initiating contact with coaches. Exactly. I was just going to ask that. Yeah. Yeah. So like, kind of like, like you should be like, you know, I mean, there's obviously kids that recruit or like, you know, come in in like 10th grade and ninth grade, but like when they're super, super good and young, but like that, yeah. I like that for sure was not me. Uh -huh. I was like, okay, like I should be like kind of starting my recruiting process this summer. And so I remember, um, uh, the first tournament I played all summer was, uh, an AJGA in Reno. And like, I, I don't know if, uh, you know how the, the AJGAs work with like all yeah. the stars stuff. So like, yeah, you have like 18 stars just to get into the tournament. Mm -hmm. and I have, I only had two. Yeah. So I, so I had to like play in like the Monday qualifier. Yep. Like yeah. One day and like the two stars that I had was because you get one star for signing up for like the, <laughs> the membership. All uh -huh, right. And, and you get one star if you're going into your senior year. Oh, I see. So, <laughs> so like, literally, yeah. the stars I had were like freebies. Uh huh. So I go to like the qualifier or whatever, and like I qualify my way way into the tournament, mm -hmm. and I finish like top ten. There you go. That'll get like, some attention. So like I got like I think I got like twelve stars between the qualifier and that. You're so like, that let's go. And then the very next week, there was another AJJ, and I still didn't have enough stars against that one. So I had to Monday qualify again, got in again, and then I think I got like 18th or 19th or something like that. So I got like a, I got a couple more stars. Then uh -huh. the next, there was like another one like two weeks later, and like I was like one star away from like getting in, and I was kind of bummed about it. And then, like, right before the tournament director emails me, I was like, oh, like, we have a spot, like, a couple kids withdrew. And, like, I, since I was one star away, I was, like, yeah. close enough to get in. Nice. And, like, at this point, it was, like, make or break. Like, I had to play well this mm -hmm. summer. Right. Well, yeah, because yeah, it's a it's a kind of a turning point for, like you said, the recruiting process and wanting to transfer somewhere. Exactly. Like, if I didn't play well that summer, like, I would not be here today. I wouldn't mm -hmm. be at fortune today right so i get into that i get into that tournament again just kind of off off luck honestly because i was one star short mm -hmm. and i got like 15th in that one so i built up some more stars again and then by then i could i could like start kind of getting into some some tournaments because i had like enough stars 
Mm-hmm. And, um, then my next tournament I went to was the um, the California Junior Am. Yeah, yeah. Like pretty big event. Like if you get top five in that event, you're like fully exempt. Yeah, it's which like, is what everybody wants. <laughs> it's like if you're a junior golfer, and that's like huge because you can just sign up for any AJGA. Right. Yeah worry about stars and all that stuff no you just yeah you pick your schedule and you go with it yeah exactly so um and i was actually on the north south team too where they put like the matches against the yeah south the day before so i was on that so i got a couple extra practice rounds in the course and the first round i was like bogey free like four under i was playing like really really well Mm -hmm. and i i finished three doubles in a row oh heartbreaking yeah to finish to finish the first round and i was like just really like pissed off because i'm like wow like if i parred out i'm like one shot off the lead and now i'm in like 15th Uh lead was like five under so i'm like seven back now i'm like okay like it is what it is like you got i like yeah you just that's golf yeah it happens most of, of it like maybe play well tomorrow and like get a few stars like it is what it is so then the next day it is like it's just howling wind at this course called Ruby Hill. Oh yeah, Ruby Hill, yeah, in Pleasanton. Yeah. And it's just like it's blowing really hard and the course is playing really tough. Mm-hmm. And I went out and I played really good again. I actually ended up shooting three under. Nice. And I was below round that day by like two. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. And I I and I ended up getting third and I missed the playoff by one stroke. Oh man. So but it's still which, a good round though. Still good finish. Yeah, and I actually I got fully exempt from that tournament oh perfect so like for me going forward like that was massive because then i could pretty much play in whatever i want and so so like the summer finishes and like i had some i had like i played i played really well all summer i ended up Mm -hmm. i went two stars to full exempt and um so then i i was like talking to a couple coaches but like still no offers at all how were you how were you uh communicating to coaches and stuff did you use a agency or did you just solely just make your own profile send it out or how did you go about that yeah so i i used an agency and basically i like they just gave me like templates for like you know mm-hmm. resume right. stuff to like kind of just help me get going and then i actually sent out all the emails myself right so i didn't have like the full like guy doing it for me i just kind of like got Which, like uh, which agency did you use? Um, Recruiter Elite. Oh, Recruiter Elite. Okay, I've heard of that one. Yeah. Yeah, it it was good. I, it was it was worth it for sure. But um, yeah. So like, I've been like talking with a couple of coaches, but like no offers yet. Mm-hmm. What schools were you talking to? I was talking to. Um, I know you're talking to Chico State because when I went on my Chico State visit, I saw your name on the whiteboard up there. Yes, I was talking to Chico. Um, just like a couple schools like i was like fresno state like mm-hmm. but it wasn't anything big it was just like oh like you know keep us updated on your scores like, right just some communicating kind of yeah, thing. Like, yeah like look forward to like you know watching you in the future not anything like oh come on a visit or nothing, mm-hmm. nothing like that nothing serious so, um there was this ajga tournament in vegas and it was called the senior showcase so oh yeah it, it's in november mm-hmm. and the reason why they have it in Vegas is because there's like a college coaches convention the same week, the same oh, weekend. That's really convenient. <laughs> so all, like, and the, the course is like right across the street, like five minutes away. Perfect. And, and you have to be 
um, a senior in high school and uncommitted to play. Yep. So I had actually the week, the week before that tournament, um, I had actually got an offer from Chico like the, the week before the tournament. But like, if I committed, then I couldn't play in the tournament. Mm-hmm. So I told the coach, like, oh, like I'm playing in this tournament next week, and I'm like I already signed up, and like I already have the hotel and stuff. So would it be okay if I like played in this event and then like got back to you? Right. And he's like, yeah, sure, like no problem. Like I hope you play well. Like just the nicest guy. Yeah. So so I play in the event, and I was like, I think I was leading it after the first round, and then I like bogeyed the last hole, so I was like one shot back. Uh-huh. Doing pretty good. And then second day comes because it was only a two-day event. And um, so I, I, I'm in like one – I'm not in the last group, but I'm in the second to last group. So I start off really well on the front nine. I think I should like three under on the front. And I had like a three-shot lead. Nice. Back nine. Uh-huh. So like by this time, like I'm already like kind of nervous because like, you know, like to be like leading an AJGA with yeah. like nine to go is yep. like – big like no matter how old you are but like for me like by this point there's probably like 10 12 coaches following my group right the the last three groups had so many coaches following Uh like because you know in within the last three groups like all those kids are playing well like most of them are like right around par on like a tough tough course so right yeah yeah so i'm like nervous because it's like leading a big tournament like no offers and it's like all these coaches following me and uh, there's a lot like, right there's a lot writing on this back nine <laughs> yeah exactly and so like the wind started picking up and like when i was in high school i was not a good wind player because like i was not that good at sliding the ball down uh, okay and the wind started picking up and i think i i finished like a few bogeys and then i, I ended up getting like third I uh, okay i think i finished like two back which you know that that was like a big tournament for me because i was like wow like i really need to get better in the wind because i don't want to yeah i don't want another three shot lead and then it <laughs> picks up and i just get killed so right yeah you still want to be able to you want to be able to hit the shots that are needed and demand whenever you're in the wind so next yeah. time and i think that's just part of like learning and growing in golf oh, yeah like, you live and you learn man because everybody has those tournaments where they it they, their weakness gets highlighted and they're mm-hmm. like oh Oh, like that's, I need to really get better at that. And I didn't know I needed. Yeah. Just when you think, oh, okay, no, I got my game solid. And then the, some wind kicks up. You're like, uh, well, and plus, yeah. I mean, in the Valley, us growing up in the Valley, I mean, we don't get much yeah. wind out there. So it's kind of hard yeah. to practice we, with that. No, not at all. Not like, yeah, we don't, we don't get any wind. No. Like the, at another course yeah so you uh played the tournament in vegas after that um how did things change for you and yeah um, yeah so how what happened hey the next day i get a call from my coach currently at kelsey fullerton mm-hmm. he said wow like because i had like emailed him once before and he was just kind of like oh like you know keep sending me your scores like look forward to watching you play yeah so nothing really that serious but he calls me and he's like, what? Hey, like great plan. Um, you know, just like one bad stretch of nine holes, like doesn't define you like whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then no, right. I wanted to come for a visit. So I Let's scheduled go. that. And then later that day, I get a call from San Jose state, pretty much same thing. Like asked me if I want to come for a visit there. Mm-hmm. So I scheduled that. Um, 
I go to I go to Fullerton first, actually. And um, yeah, let's hear about it. What what did, what did the visit consist of? How was it? Yeah, really good. Um, you know, just kind of like met and met. Um, Coach picked us up from the hotel and we like drove around all the courses. And I liked the courses. I really liked Coach a lot. That's good. Like, just one of those things like we just seemed to like get along like well, just like yeah, you guys were vibing. It was feeling good. Like, like you're you're always nervous going on a visit. Like before you meet the coach, it's like you know you don't really know what it's gonna be like. But right within like five minutes of being there, like I just wasn't nervous at all. Like talking to him, it just seemed to like go well. That's good. So um yeah, so he ends up offering me that day. Oh wow, perfect. Yeah. And he pretty much, he pretty much told me, um, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't planning on offering you today. I was just, you know, going to like, see like, you know, what type of kid you were visit, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Get to know like, you. Yeah. But he's like, I really, I really like, I really like you a lot. And he's like, but I'm going to say one thing. Um, I'm going to, he's like, I'm definitely taking a chance on you. He's like, I would assume that cause like my coach is like, at first he could seem like he's mean but like he's just the most straightforward guy ever like he would That's just good. say whatever's on his mind doesn't beat around the bush yeah doesn't beat around the bush and like as a coach i like that because it's like he'll never just be like oh you know garrett like you might want to try this he's like garrett like work on your putting like come right on, yeah yeah <laughs> he points it out yeah and it's like it's good because you kind of need someone like that yeah of course he, he tells me he goes um I'm definitely taking a chance on you. Um, but I believe in you. He's like, I, I, I would assume you probably don't have many offers looking at your resume, Mm -hmm. but looking at what you did this summer, he's like, I can tell that you can definitely play. And, uh, I'd like to have you on my team. And I was like, kind of at first, like, you know, like, wow, did he really just say that? But I was like, like, I literally have like no offers. Uh, you're like jumping at the bit. You're like, yeah, I'll I'll take it. So, so I'm like, okay, well, like, and I had had a visit already scheduled with San Jose State, like the next week. Yeah, you want to go check it out? Yeah, so I'm like, I told him, like, yeah, like, I have a visit next week. Um, I'll get back to you after that. Like, I really appreciate it, blah, blah, blah. And he was mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, really understanding. Nice. So I go on the visit um, to San Jose State. Yeah. Like, their practice facility is, like, so top-notch. Yeah, they're off the charts, man yeah it's ridiculous like it's so nice but like just I don't know I just the coach like I just didn't click with him and like Mm -hmm. ranking wise the teams were within like five spots on the rankings so it's like at that point it's like it makes no difference right yeah you're kind of it's kind of the same level of golf you just have to look at um, exactly kind of campus wise and and like like you're saying the connection you have with the Fullerton coach and the San Jose coach um you know you felt better with the uh, Fullerton coach so yeah I just remember being like halfway through my visit at San Jose State and be like man I can't wait to call uh coach Strader back uh-huh. just, like all right like halfway through the visit like not to be mean but it's just like I don't know I had such a good visit at Fullerton and just like an okay visit at San Jose State and for yeah. me it, like, it just was one of those things like I just feel like it'd be a really good fit at Fullerton of course. Yeah. I mean, that's, I experienced that too. And I went to all my visits and 
I mean, it's just kind of normal. I feel like, you know, you have, once you, you, well, you went on the first visit and you had a certain expectation level and San Jose just didn't fit that. So, I mean, it happens. Everybody's different. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and that's one of the things that I would say my advice to anybody going through the recruiting process is like find a coach that you really like, you mm-hmm. know, like it's not always about just, Oh, well, this school ranks 10 spots better than this school or blah, blah, blah. Right. Or like whatever. Cause I mean, I can promise you that San Jose state has such a good practice facility, but like, to me, it just wasn't worth it. If you're not going to have a coach that you like really like and mm-hmm. like want to listen to and you know, because like my coach, I have like a good relationship with like anything he tells me is like, not because he's trying to be mean. It's like, because he like genuinely cares about yeah. me. Like, when he I wants know, to become a better player. Exactly. Yeah. And like some, like, yeah, like sure. Like he'll get pissed at me like here and there, like I'll do something stupid in a tournament and he like blows his top on me, but it's like, <laughs> I probably shouldn't have done that in the first place. Right. Him, you know? So mm-hmm. it's good. But I really like, I really like Coach Shardy. He's a really great coach. Nice. So, yeah, um, I'm guessing that's kind of what made your decision. You had a good connection with the coach and stuff. So kind of tell me um, tell me about the CSU Fullerton uh, golf program. I mean, talk about your practices, qualifying, your uh, tournament schedule you guys had, and uh, what kind of gear you guys get, just everything, everything. Let's yeah. hear it. Yeah, so um, last year I lived with um, – Jack, who was a senior from England, and I live with Dalton, who is a junior from Oklahoma. And so they were like kind of the older kids on the team, like um, because my my freshman year, well, like the year before I got there, when I was a senior in high school, they won the Big West uh, championship. Oh, nice. So yeah, they had just one conference. So, you know, I was living with two guys on the conference championship team. Like they played every event. They were like the older kids. So that's nice they kind of take you under your wing a little bit under their wing yeah i mean they 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 really took me under their wing and uh it was good just really good to like learn from them because Mm -hmm. that's what i noticed my my first year just like everybody is good at something like even if you could beat them Mm -hmm. overall like i guarantee you they're better at something than you and like you can learn from somebody like whether it's mentally or, you know, their work ethic in this, in the gym or like, you know, short game, whatever it is, like there's always somebody on your team that you can learn something and that are better than you at. So mm-hmm. I just tried to always like just every kid on the team, just like pick their brain, like, Oh, like, what like, how'd you hit this shot? Or like, you know, what do you, what do you do to practice this or whatever? Like mm-hmm. I'd always ask a lot of questions. And I think as a freshman, that's pretty important because yeah, definitely you know you You're- just learn stuff and that that was like definitely big for me because going in to college I didn't know really know what to ex- expect right like looking back like my game like I was just not ready for college golf like I was a pretty good junior and I could like play mm-hmm. but like I just wasn't ready for like how hard the courses are going to be and like how well you have to manage your game at such a tough course yeah because in Fresno, we don't really see courses with like firm, fast. No, not at all. Ever. And like wind or like high rough, like you just don't see it. So it's just like a completely different game almost. It's like not mm-hmm. even the same. Like I go, like, you know, we like even the qualifiers we would play in, like the courses, like 
you know, they're good courses, but they're, they're not as hard as like what we'd see on the road. And like, you know, I could shoot four or five under on, in, on our home courses. And then I go to the tournament and shoot 78. Right. And shoot. I just played good last week. Like, yeah. What's going on? <laughs> completely different level. Right. So, so um, as a freshman, uh, you're going in, you don't really know much about college golf. I mean, how did um, qualifying go? You know, what, what kind of uh, number were you playing in the lineup and kind of talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So um, the first tournament we ever played um, for the qualifier we had for that, I actually won that qualifier. Nice. I, I came in playing like really, really good golf. I had actually just started working with my coach now, Adam. Oh yeah. Adam Porzak. Yep. Yeah. I just started working with Adam and I've been working with him for about a month and like, I was just playing really good golf. I just was like playing well, like everything's going good. So I actually won the qualifier and um, this tournament, the, the tee times were a little weird because they had like, you would have your number one and number two would play together with the number one and number two of oh, like another team. That's interesting. So, yeah. Since there was five of us um, like, and I qualified, I won the qualifier, but coach put me at number five. Mm -hmm. So I was like, playing by myself pretty much. Right. But, and he, and he had our new assistant coach, uh, Mark Kobe followed me like the whole, he stayed with me the whole entire day. Oh, like, okay. Pretty much catted me. And nice. then uh, coach Strader bounced back and forth between the other two groups. And um, so, yeah, I went to the tournament. I think like after the first round, I was like leading the first round. But I didn't even know that. I mean, Kobe would not let me look at the leaderboard. <laughs> because if I did, I probably would have just blown up. I don't know. Yeah. And I think I finished like fourth after the first day. Nice. So, yeah. So then we're going into the final round and I got paired with Derek, Derek Castillo. Mm -hmm. And he was a senior. Really, he was, our, he was our best player last year. Him and Jack were actually both top 50 in the country. Wow. For so like they were like him, him and jack were like really good yeah. eric eric won like two tournaments last year a bunch of top fives so i'm playing with him and i'm like super nervous and i <laughs> like eighth in that tournament and you know like still like as a freshman i mean that's respectable i mean you're going into d your division one golf and i mean like you said it's a totally different game you're uncomfortable so i mean that's respectable man i mean that's good golf yeah, no, and that was actually my best tournament finish, like, all year. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so, so like, going into the second tournament, um, you know, like, I was, like, I was able to play, you know, pretty good with, like, my old swing and my old game, mm -hmm. but, like, it just wasn't, like, it wasn't going to work. Like, if I was on, I was on, and if I was off, I was off. Right, yeah, you wanted like, something a little more consistent. You weren't yeah, so like streaky. I, I really needed to, like, manage my game better. I needed to get better with wedges. Mm -hmm. Like, the first course we played, too, was, like, so set up for me because there's, like, almost no drivers off the tee. And, like, where you lay up to, everyone's having, like, eight and nine irons in. So it's not, like, wedges. Yeah, so, I, right. The two worst parts of my game was driver and wedges. And there's, like, no drivers and no wedges. Yeah, so, so you're like, like perfect. <laughs> all middle iron. So like literally couldn't have set up better for me. And mm -hmm. then we get to the next course and it's just every hole is just driver. Which uh, like, which tournament is this? Where is this it at? Colorado Boulder. Okay. So it's like every every hole is just driver, driver, driver. And like I was just struggling with a driver and then um, I wasn't putting good that tournament. And then like I didn't finish that well. Mm -hmm. 
it was just one of those things where it's like okay like i'm out of like the honeymoon phase of college like yeah the real, the real grind starts yeah now. it starts now yeah <laughs> and no it's like, kidding i really need to like work on my swing like my putting my like speed control was like horrible mm-hmm. like i just had so many things to work on just like mentally and like you know my game and just course management like all that stuff because like I wasn't always going to have Kobe with there, like with me every hole. Like right. it just not possible. Yeah. You had, so, a, you were eventually going to be by yourself and you kind of had to be able to handle that. Always struggle because I'd make bad club selections or like, you know, get ahead of myself or like get frustrated and then like try to press. Yeah. Like stuff like that. Yeah. You so, just don't want to do that. Yeah. So we go to Oregon state and like, I was like, going into the third tournament at Oregon State, like, my game was, I was feeling, like, pretty good, I was, like, okay, like, you know, a little bad tournament last tournament, but, like, you know, see if I can, like, turn it around. Yeah, get a good bounce back. Yeah, like, all in the, like, in in the practice round day, like, I was looking good, like, you know, I was hitting it well, doing everything well, Mm -hmm. and then tournament, the first round, I go out and shoot 82, and then back it up with a 79 on the first day, and I'm literally beating, like, one person, Uh like, a player field yeah and it's just like he's pissed because it's like i look so good in the practice channel he's like what the hell like is going on like yeah because Kobe didn't really follow me much at all that day mm-hmm. um because i think they wanted me to kind of like get it on my own yeah well yeah i mean that's yeah, yeah. eventually so then the second the second day of the third round um that my head coach coach Strader, he follows me like six probably 16 out of my 17 holes mm-hmm. and you know i shot like bogey free 67 oh nice like, like lowest round of the day you're like let's go <laughs> this is this is the problem with you like yeah you're like you just stay with yourself. me every round <laughs> like you go by yourself and you get literally last place almost mm-hmm. and like he follows me and i play really well so it's just kind of like that thing it's like you know, I need to get better, like, in my game, obviously, like, but, like, that's, like, a slow progression, like, everybody, it doesn't matter who you are, you're always working on stuff, you're always, like, trying oh, to get yeah, oh, yeah, that's, like, that's just a given, you're always going to work on your swing, mm-hmm. you're always on putting, short game, it's just, that's a given, but, like, the thing that I really needed to work on the most was just mental game, and, like, just you know, getting around the golf course, just, just course management, like, yeah. I had terrible management, like, you know, I would, like, play like i'd let all of my decisions were based off of like what i did on the last hole yeah like if, you gotta forget it yeah like if i hit a good good had a good hole made birdie i'm like oh like i'm invincible like, i could just hit this shot <laughs> it's just not to play so like mm-hmm. it was just it was just bad and, like i struggled with that a lot all year and then um in the spring i really started struggling with my putting like my freshman year it started off good with like the first tournament mm-hmm. and then i just kind of struggled all year with different things like in the spring like i i the driver and putter were just at like an absolute all-time low for me oh, but i, I had issues just to work on but i got a lot better mentally which was good and like my mm-hmm. course made better like i played so much better in the fall and did not score as good as i did in the spring because mm-hmm. i i put i played smarter in the spring so yeah, that's kind of golf when you focus so much on one part of the game, something else is going to go. So <laughs> it's kind of kind of funny. I was not good at 
like really knowing like how to practice super efficiently. Mm-hmm. Like you know, everybody goes out there and like puts time in, but it's like one thing to like go with like a set, like accomplished goal. Yeah, oh, yeah. Accomplish it for the day. Like that's what all like the that's what I would notice like, you know, Jack and Derek do, like the good players on the team. Like they don't mm-hmm. just go like hip hot, hit chips, hit balls, go play, go home. Yeah. It's Oh, like, oh, you know, Jack, Derek would be like, okay, like, I, I'm working on my putting stroke today. Like, I'm not going to play. Yeah. And, like, next thing you know, next week he's putting better. Well, like, of course he's putting better because he, he's been working on he's it. He's been working long. on it, yeah. Yeah, so, and I don't think I really understood that until, like, post-quarantine, like, you know, being home, like, mm-hmm. kind of reflecting, like, on my season. Yeah. Just with nothing to do, like, wow, like, I really blew it. Like, I could have played so much better. Yeah. So speaking of quarantine, I mean, whenever you guys got the call that your season was canceled and stuff, I mean, did you, they just send you straight home and that was it? Or I mean, how'd that go? Well, we were on the second hole of a practice round. Oh, really? You and they pretty much told us, yeah, fly home and go home. That sucks. I was like, wow. Like, this is it. (laughs) Like the team was really playing well. Like we had just one sack state event by like, 23 strokes or something like that wow it was our second win in our third tournament of the spring Mm -hmm. like the team really started to come around i started to play a little bit better Mm -hmm. to myself and then everything got shut down that sucks that's how i mean i kind of had the same way coming into sonoma state my first semester i was kind of struggling trying to find my spot with the team and stuff and then in the spring i was getting momentum we actually played ruby hills at csu space tournament and uh yeah right after that they just shut everything down and i was i got up to like number three i was playing you know pretty solid and it's like man all that momentum just cut off it's just sucked so. it's it's hard like you know your first year to to fit in and like with a new team and you know a new coach and everybody's doing everything a little different right you know it's hard it's definitely hard mm-hmm. definitely sure. so um your team's performance and stuff, you said you guys um, were kind of struggling the fall a little bit, but in the spring, you guys picked it up and stuff. So um, what kind of, what was your guys's uh, kind of finishes and stuff uh, about average? You said you won the Sac State tournament. What were the other tournaments? Like, do you guys have top 10 finishes or kind of what were that like? Yeah, so we had, we played three events. We played, uh, we played at Coto de Casa. Uh, we like co-hosted that tournament with Irvine. Okay. Uh, we won that. And then we went to Hawaii and like the team played because all last year we had Jack and Derek and they were like just such good players. Mm-hmm. And, um, and in Hawaii, both of them played like their worst event all year. Like, I think they were like, they had not been worse than our one and two score all year. Like every tournament, they were number one, number two. Every oh, event. wow. So like they were so, and they were so good. They like, mm-hmm. they honestly carried us for sure. That helps. <laughs> like, <laughs> And then in Hawaii, like they they were like our four and five score, mm. and our like bottom three guys like we all had we all played pretty good, but and I think we finished like sixth or seventh out of like a twenty player feet or twenty team field, and like the Hawaii fields are super super good. There'd be there's like you know ten top fifty teams in the field out of twenty. Well, yeah, because everybody wants to go to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. So I think we, we either finished, I think sixth or seventh. So mm-hmm. like, to, like it wasn't a great finish, but like, you know, it was kind it was of still, a confidence it was respectable for, though. Our, for our bottom three guys. That's good. 
like including myself and two others mm. that we have like decent tournaments where like we can be okay if jack and Derek don't play well right yeah because they're gonna have those days where they don't play well so exactly and like at Coto de Casa, Derek got first, Jack got second, and we won. Nice. At Sac State, Derek got first again, Jack got second again, and we won that. So it's like, yeah, it's just kind of that was the pattern. Yeah, like our bottom three guys started to play better in the spring, like good enough to where like if Jack and Derek play well, then like we can win because mm-hmm. we have good enough four five three four five score to like make up for it. It's not. You know, it's not bad scores. It's just not first place like them. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's nice that from what it sounds like, you guys have um, a deep lineup and you guys can go low. It's just a um, matter of fact whether or not you do it. So at the exactly. right time and stuff. So exactly. it's, it's good to have that kind of team, though. I mean, like you said, if one your number one and two guys aren't playing good, then you guys can have your lower your lower half to kind of hold you guys together. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So um, that semester ended and stuff. We're in this new year. Um, I know for Division Two for us, we didn't have a season in the fall. So kind of talk about what's it been like for you guys this semester. Have you guys had a season? Do you guys go to tournaments or do you guys just practice a lot? Uh, no, I mean, we, we are only allowed to be with the team for scheduled practice like 10 hours a week. Mm-hmm. And we were not playing any tournaments at all. So mm-hmm. um yeah, we just we get out and play um, with the boys and stuff. Usually like Wednesday, Fridays, and then um, we just play like individual tournaments. Um, yeah. You know, outside of that. So I mean, I played a few events. Um, actually, there's four of us coming down to the that Golden State event at yeah. uh, Dragonfly. Yeah, yeah. Over uh, Thanksgiving break, so it's like. Sweet me and then the uh, another the other sophomore trevor and then uh two of the freshmen are coming down so there's like four of us coming so nice. yeah that was pretty good but it's just kind of stuff like that nice playing. um where do you yeah. guys uh what courses do you guys get to play we play uh industry hills so there's like two courses there's ike and babe and babe is like really really short and really really tight mm-hmm. and then ike is just like driver like every hole like pretty long i think it's like 7200 yards a little more and, wide open yeah a little more open but the greens have so much undulation to them oh wow that like you really have to like control your irons into the greens like you just you can't miss in bad spots right yeah it's all about placement because so, if you hit in the wrong spot you're gonna get screwed yeah like babe is like you babe is just all about getting in the fairway and then it's not too bad Mm-hmm. but ike is all about where are you in relation to the pin like uh-huh. you can't be above the hole like you gotta really like place your ball I see. and we play black gold black gold is like it's just it's it's not like it's just kind of a stock course honestly like i think it's like 6900 yards like nothing, nothing too crazy about it too crazy like a little bit of you know up a little hilly it's kind of like on the side of a hill so like all the putts want to break off the hill so Mm -hmm. that's one of the things um yeah it's not it's not easy but it's like it can get you like if you're if you're off like if you're not hitting good tee shots it can you can like it can get away from you pretty quick Mm, i see around the greens isn't too difficult Uh um and then we play south hills and 
it's like a super nice country club, but it's only like it's only sixty four hundred yards. Oh wow, yeah, that's pretty short. But I mean, the greens are just so small and so uh-huh. just like they don't look that undulated because there's not a ton of slopes, mm-hmm. but they're like steep. So it's like you know, like literally the first hole, it doesn't look like there's a big slope. Yeah, but, but like, until your ball hits it, and you're like, uh, "Where's it going?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're just really steep. But it's like we don't, we never qualify at that course. We always play that course on Fridays. Okay. Kind of like for fun because there's five par fives that you can hit all of them with iron. Oh wow! And there's like three holes that you can drive, and then the other two you can get to like the longer guys can get onto the front edge. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, you can get to like 30, 40 yards. I see. So what course do you guys mainly qualify at? We qualify at Industry on Ike and uh, Black Gold. Oh, okay. I see. Nice, nice. We, yeah, we don't we don't really qualify on Babe too often. I think we've only qualified there like once or twice. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, we qualify Ike. Because Ike is like a pretty – it's a pretty good like preparation for a college course. Like pretty long, a lot of drivers, tough That's green. Good. So Nice. I yeah. see you got a you got your CSU Fullerton hat on there. What uh what kind of what kind of gear do you guys all get? You guys get just talk about everything. Yeah, we're uh, we're all Nike, um, but we get FootJoy shoes. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so we have like we're all Nike everything, and then we have like FootJoy rain gear, and then um, the shoes, and then we go like those like undershirts. Mm-hmm. We get FootJoy of those, but then nice. pants. Um, pants, hats, shirts, pullovers, everything else is all Nike. So sweet. I bet when you guys get all that, it's just like Christmas, huh? Oh yeah, it is. It is, yeah. And like uh some some schools like they have everything like all set up in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Like the way we did is like we go into coach's office and there's like 10, 12 just boxes of stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're just all like ripping it open, like Oh, who had a large of the who had large shirts, who had yeah size pants. And it's like it's almost more fun that way because like we're just opening every box and it's like like, this box, let's in this box. Like yeah, it's fun. That's kind of what we do at Cinema State to our coach who just, you know, who had size 34 shorts, pants, here you go, you know, shirts and everything. So yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So um kind of one of the things I wanted to touch on is uh this past summer, I know you played in a lot of tournaments um during uh quarantine and stuff. You had a yeah. really good summer. Um yeah. I'd like to talk about uh just that summer overall in the Northern California Open, the SoCal Open and the NCJ match play in Fresno City Amber. You had pretty good finishes in those. Yeah. So um over quarantine I had like a lot of time to like kind of reflect on how like my freshman year went. Mm-hmm. I started like um really trying to work on like my mental game and like just being just mentally stronger all around just like not letting stuff bother me like you know like if the course is like whatever like no excuses like everybody's yeah, playing the everybody's same. playing the same yeah like just almost just change my outlook on like how I look at practicing and how I look at how a tournament goes and just everything and I started practicing like like a lot more efficiently mm-hmm it kind of just paid off, honestly. Oh um, yeah, I was really happy with how I played. The first tournament back was the was the uh, Fresno City Am, mm-hmm. and um, like I hadn't played a tournament in forever. Yeah, I've been so hard, and you know, like I I read a I read a I don't know if 
and if you've ever heard of David Goggins before? Um, no, I don't think I have. So he's wrote a book. He's like an ex Navy SEAL guy who like, um, he wanted to be a Navy SEAL mm-hmm. and he was a hundred pounds over the weight limit for Navy oh. SEAL. Oh, wow. Went to the recruiter and the guy said like, you have three months to lose a hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. And he like quit his job and like he lost a hundred pounds. Wow. Became a Navy SEAL and like all this stuff. And now he runs like ultra marathon, like hundred mile races and stuff. Like Jeez. the guy, the guy is insane. But like he tells his story where like he's like a, he's this African American guy and like he grew up in a town in the south where like half the kids at his high school, their parents were like in the KKK and stuff. Oh wow. But like he just grew up in like hell and like was just like so broken down mm-hmm. but talks about how like he just built himself up from nothing and like became like such a successful person like you know he literally just worked harder than everybody else mm-hmm. and basically saying like he that he's not talented at all that he was like you know working at a pest control company you know 300 pounds overweight and like yeah. literally became a Navy SEAL, which is like probably one of the most respected jobs. Uh-huh. In oh yeah. Oh, They're of course. Close to it. Like those guys are so good and like so respected and like, mm-hmm. and now he's wrote like multiple books and like people just love him because he just talks about like coming from nothing and just, you know, oh, yeah, know, I'm becoming somebody and you're, you're yeah. kind of probably getting the perspectives of, um his experience and stuff and how his mentality changed throughout that and stuff so yeah and it's just like i don't know just for me it's just like a really cool story and like so i read his book mm-hmm. called uh, can't hurt me it's a really good book okay uh, but anyways so yeah so did that reading them they kind of change your mentality you kind of put it, it into effect yeah and like my assistant coach he would always talk about mental game mental game and like he was so into like all that stuff mm-hmm he like you know kind of showed me him and like jocko willing if you've ever heard of him like yeah yeah guy. just stuff like that just like those guys that just have like just a tough mentality just like yeah. you know so anyways i was like feeling good and uh i ended up playing well mm-hmm. at the am which that was like my first tournament back so didn't have a ton of expectations but it was nice was- to be at home a little to you know kind of play yeah. a course you're familiar with Happy to like good to start the season, like playing well at kind of a course I knew. Mm-hmm. And I had signed up for the NCJM qualifier. And like I knew like this was a tournament that like I needed to get into. Like I need to get in this tournament. Like it's a good field. Oh yeah. By glass. It's like a big event. Mm-hmm. I'd never even tried to qualify before. So I didn't really know like how hard it would be or whatever. But mm-hmm. you know. where was the qualifier at? Um, it was at Cameron Park. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So what'd you shoot? So I shot sixty-six and I actually won the qualifier by two. Let's go. So yeah, that was that was big. So and um because there's only four qualifiers for the event. Mm-hmm. So I need to win one. I was like, okay, well I have to be one of the better guys yeah. going by glass. So that it gave me like good confidence. Like, okay, like, you know, I I can actually have a run at this and like match making match play is like 100% the next goal of course yeah I keep practicing I played a tournament at Bayonet Mm -hmm. I remember that I finished like 17th in it which that's actually my worst finish post-quarantine oh hey that's always good to have a 
seventeen yeah. to be your worst finish. So like, I'm actually pretty proud of that. Uh, that seventeenth. Yeah, of uh, course. So, yeah. So then I play that tournament, and then I my next tournament is Spyglass, and um, the first round, I like played well. I shot like one over, um, mm-hmm. like not not super great, but I couldn't really I couldn't really get much going. But like Spyglass is such a tough course that like yeah. If you shoot one over in the first round of of the stroke play, I mean five over made it in, mm-hmm. and they only took thirty two guys to match play. So right. shooting one over, I'm like, okay, like I'm in a good spot here. Like, yeah, not at like learn more from the course. Yeah, I'm not out of it. Like, good. It's a solid round. Yeah, I think I was in like tied for tenth. There you so, go. Yeah, really happy. Um, and then the next day I shot four under. There you go. I believe it was the lowest round of the stroke play. Nice. Played really well. I actually had a hole in one on. Oh, hole really? 15. Yeah. Wow. Hole in one on hole 15. So, how many, have, how many hole in ones you got now? I have five and I had five. Two, two this summer. Nice. Nice. One at the NorCal Open also. Sweet. So, you were, so you were going into match play. How was match play? Uh, it was good. Got through my first two matches. Um, pretty good and then i pulled i was playing lucas carper in my third match in the uh the round of eight mm-hmm. and it was just like a good good match like all day um like i played well but just didn't get i just didn't win the right holes at the right time like yeah well because like, it's match play yeah and like you know me and lucas we probably shot about the same score mm-hmm. but like i you know i like like I remember on like um I think it's yeah number thirteen, I like hit a great shot in there and made birdie, and I was like two yeah I was two down at the time mm-hmm. going thirteen hit a good shot in there made birdie, and like he makes like he made like a triple. Oh uh, okay. Like gosh like that just doesn't that's just doesn't get me anything but just one yeah. one point and it's exactly. like exactly. Yeah, that's the thing with match play. If somebody has a blow up hole, it's totally, it's just one, you know, it's not like stroke play where it's like, oh, I got to get three back now. <laughs> exactly. And like mentally, it's so like, you know, Lucas making triple and me making birdie, mm-hmm. like that's mentally tougher on me because I'm like, well, sh- crap. Like I did all that just to, you know, win one point and for just him to win it's one hole whatever like he made birdie anyways i could have made par and i still would have lost the hole so like right just on next hole like let it go mm-hmm. so I, that's like kind of the tough part for match play and mentally yeah. anyway. uh-huh. um he ended up he ended, i ended up losing three and two to him and then he actually won the whole tournament so oh well at least you lost to the person that won the whole thing <laughs> yeah yeah so which you know but that tournament gave me good confidence mm-hmm. but definitely learned some stuff just mentally just you know you see like what you what tendencies you have like you know yeah like you always you're always learning like you know what 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 do i do under pressure like what you know definitely tournament is always good experience good or bad finish because you always can learn something so yeah yeah a little confidence boost go for that and then um so going in the my next tournament was the socal open yep yep and like two days before I like pull my putter out of the bag because I was playing with a Seymour at the time oh, and the okay. shaft is like slightly bent on it. Oh. And like, I don't, I don't really get mad on the course. I'm, I'm more than have to get like down on myself. 
Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like. I don't ever slam my clubs. I don't know really how it got bent. Like maybe in the car or something. Yeah, something just tweaked so, it the right way. Yeah. So, anyways, like two days before the tournament, I'm like, well, I'm out of a putter because Roger Dunn doesn't do Seymour shafts because, like, the Seymour, like, yeah, kind of specific. Uh-huh. My old putter from like four years ago. What kind of putter? Like an old Scotty Cameron blade. Uh-huh. Uh, like just the regular Newport, the one with like no line on it. Right. So I literally go from like Seymour with like a hide the red dot alignment thing. Yeah. With, with a line. Uh-huh. Like so, uh, like because my alignment wasn't that good. And then I go to this blade with no line on it. And I'm You're just like, like uh, where am I aimed? <laughs> oh, geez. Like this is going to be good. Like two days before a tournament. Mm-hmm. But whatever, like it is what it is. Like, I'm already signed up now. I'm not going to withdraw because my putter bent. I'll just go play and just deal with it. Exactly. So, yeah. So I play in the SoCal Open and I just putt really well with this putter. And I ended up getting like, I shot 13 under, got low am. Yeah. I mean, there's there's pro events in this tournament. I mean, you shot 13 under, low amateur. That's got to give you a lot of confidence. Yeah. And actually my, my former teammate, Derek, who he was like 37 in the country for college last year. Oh, wow. He, he was playing in the event as a pro and I was, he was beating me after the first two rounds. And then the, the last round I shot like five under wow. and I, was, I got in the clubhouse and I was like one ahead of him uh-huh. and he three holes to go. And he birdies two out of his last three makes like a 30 footer on 18 to beat me by one. Oh, he's just, it's just that thing. It's like, like, of course, like Derek does that to beat me. Like I was right. finally, I was finally going to beat him. Mm-hmm. Once he like pro and everything, and then he just beats me. So it's like, dang. Yeah. And as soon as I see him walking up, he's like, oh, uh, he's like, oh, I got you by one. <laughs> dang it. Like, you're like, come it, on, man. Yeah, it was funny. So yeah, I played well in that event. And then I didn't really know like what else to sign up for after that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, I, I wonder if they have a NorCal open. Like, if they have a SoCal open, yeah, they might have a NorCal open. Like, just wondering like for next year or whatever. Yeah, and I look, and the tournament's in like two, three weeks. Perfect. And I'm like, oh well, then yeah, I'll just sign up for that too. Might as well. Where was that at? Um, Coyote Creek. Oh yeah, Coyote Creek. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So I go to the tournament, and two of my teammates are with me. Um, one of the freshmen now, and then Brendan also, which he's a senior in high school now. Okay. But coming in next year, so we all go to the tournament, and uh, really weird way that they did the cut because there's like you know however like a hundred player or whatever how many field mm-hmm. and instead of just cutting like you know to 40 players like yeah. they did they took six amateurs oh. and 34 pros oh that's weird so like the am cut was like so hard to make because the tournament there's like a hundred players and there's like 60 ams playing right yeah and so it's cut- just such a small amount so like how like you know like after the I shot one over the first day mm-hmm. and like fifth and then I shot like three under the second day and I was like only under par round of the AMs and so then I had like a I had like I think I had a two shot lead mm-hmm. but it's like guys were getting cut that were like within four strokes of me yeah and it's like yeah that's just was, that's kind of unfair. Yeah, because like I was at two under and one over was like bottom on the cut line for Amp. Mm. 
to be four back going into the last round like that that's like so within striking distance of like one good day yeah exactly yeah huh that's really weird i've never heard heard that it was, it's one of the dumbest things i've ever seen because it's like they cut so many kids that were you're in, if you're four back you're in contention like you can get to within the lead going right. into the last nine holes right no yeah problem. you know huh. well that's so, interesting so i mean out of out of all those finishes though you had you played some awesome golf yeah so i ended up getting low am again mm-hmm. at the open which was good good yeah and i had another hole in one too second second hole in one of the jeez so that was pretty nuts wow but yeah it just seemed like as the summer went on i just kind of kept learning more about myself and my game and just yeah you were I mean, I remember watching, I remember looking at the results and it's like, God, Garrett Bowe's up there, man. Like, he's just playing such good golf. And man, that's just so yeah. awesome to see you up there doing that, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just, it just, you know, I don't know. It's just a combination of the mental stuff was big for me. And like, when I first started working with Adam, mm-hmm. it was one of those things where he's like, okay, like, let's reconstruct your entire swing. Mm-hmm. you know because i only been working with him for a little bit and like i was going kind of into season mm-hmm. but like in over quarantine i had like two three like facetime lessons with him oh okay i wasn't gonna have any tournaments for three months mm-hmm. i just remember saying to adam like okay like you know i don't care <laughs> how tough this process is gonna be like i just yeah. want to be like ready to go and you know in my for like this summer like in a few months like yeah you know I'll put in the work. So like, it was kind of just a combination of events. And like, for me, I feel like the quarantine was like almost beneficial. Like it sucked. It sucked being locked down. Mm-hmm. But like a golf game. I almost kind of needed that break a little bit because it just gave me a lot of time to just practice and reflect and like get better at the things I just wasn't good at. And then it's like really affecting me in tournaments you know right and it made and it makes you grow as a player so um you were speaking you were talking about adam porzak and stuff um when did you start working with him around the date you did and uh, around the dates you did and how has that progressed um yeah i started working with adam like uh, probably like first week of school when i moved into college um because i'm i've I've been friends with uh brian stark oh yeah shout out brian stark yeah yeah shout out brian uh, I've been friends with him for a long time since I was probably 13, 12, 13. Uh-huh. One of my first tournaments I played was the Lynn Ross. Oh yeah. And I remember Brian won and I was like, holy smokes, like this kid's so good. <laughs> like I got third, but Brian won by like 10. Mm-hmm. Typical Brian. Like, oh yeah, that's, yeah, that's a Brian move. Blow out the whole field when we're like 13. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, this kid's really good. Yeah, and before Adam, we actually went to the same coach in Fresno, um, Cindy Vining. Yeah, over at the uh, the golf center up there. Yeah. So it's Brian, obviously, from Cindy to uh, Adam, he transitioned really well, you know, and was playing at Oklahoma State. So, like, I mean, you yeah. know, he's – He's doing something right. <laughs> so I was like, well, I mean, if, if we had the same coach and he transitioned pretty well and, like, he had recommended him to me, then I might as well give it a try. And so, you know, my school is only like an hour 20, hour 30 from where Adam teaches at down in the San Diego area. Yeah, you're so you're pretty so close. That's, yeah, that's a lot better than six hours from uh, Fresno. Oh, yeah, definitely. 
so uh yeah so i started going to him and just you know kept putting in kept putting in work and over i think it's been it's been over a year now i started working with him in early september of nice. last year nice so um you've been working with well. him for a while now and stuff and it seems to be going well um what was yeah. what part of your game has he been able to really advance and make better um a lot of iron play like i was a pretty i was a decent iron player before mm-hmm. like my old swing i i like i really took it inside and my right elbow really got stuck behind me okay yeah so I'd, I'd, I'd have the occasional, like, really far right block. Yeah, straight block right, yeah. Like, the flip hook. Mm-hmm. Just the biggest thing for me is, like, working on my start line. So, like, starting the ball online. So, like, whenever I'd play back home with my friend Ryan, uh, he was on my high school team mm-hmm. um, when we won Valley, I would always say, okay, like, I want to start the ball at this spot, and I want it to end at this spot. Mm-hmm. Like that's was a, a huge thing for me. Just, just getting a lot more on plane, not getting so stuck. Right. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a little bit of a struggle at first, but mm-hmm. I think for me, it's a hundred percent paid off. Like my iron play has gotten a lot better, a lot more consistent. My, my whole game, I've just gotten more consistent. Like that's good. My bad, my bad tournaments aren't as bad, but I mean, like before I went to Adam, like I mean if I played really well, like I could still play, mm-hmm. but like there'd be some tournaments where I would like shoot in the eighties or whatever. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's like you, like you had just said, I mean, your good scores were good, but your bad scores were still decent. So you were able to kind of not have such a wide range of scores. You were probably able to go, you know, low sixties and stuff to your worst round would be like even par or something. Yeah. Like this, I mean, this summer, my worst round was 75. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So yeah, like that is a massive improvement from even in college. Like I had a, I had so many rounds above seventy five. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's like the one thing that I would say to like junior golfers is like, you know, just work on being consistent. Like because there's kids out there that can play, and like I'm, I mean, I'm sure there's so many people out there that like on a good day mm-hmm. can eat anyone you know right. like but it's just that can that consistency like like you look at the tour guys or like like i saw um, dustin johnson's stat the other day mm-hmm. like his last six tournaments he's gone like second win second win like fifth and then win and it's yeah. like that's nuts like that's consistency how, how do you just finish that high in tour events so consistently right but, those guys so good like every time you see dj show up to a tournament or anybody really like all those big guys like you know that they're probably going to finish well and they're that's just that's what makes them so good yeah no you're totally right you're totally right so they play um, so much closer to their top level game mm -hmm. so it's nuts yeah so um so it seems like um adam porzak is like really furthered your game and it sounds like you were able to get to a new level and progress as a golf overall instead of just putting band-aids on the swing you know and just it'll get you by but it seems like it'll be good for the long run for you yeah i hope so i hope so yeah oh i hope so for you too man so um we'll kind of move on to the kind of funnier stuff of a couple questions we have um what's the funniest story you got on the golf course um 
Uh, I would probably say in high school, I was, it was my sophomore year in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, we were playing at like a regular season tournament and uh, closed North had, they had just got a brand new coach and it was like literally his first year coaching mm-hmm. probably like third tournament of the year. Okay. I was playing with like, you know, a bunch of kids. I mean, I pretty much knew every kid in the league from Fresno. We all play. Yeah. All the kids. And so I'm walking down the fairway and I'm, I'm walking next to um, Jack Sperling. Oh yeah. Yeah. Jack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so his coach, he comes driving up in the cart, like full speed mm-hmm. and like from behind us. And he's like, Oh, Hey Jack, do you need a Gatorade? And as soon as I hear that next thing I know, he just runs into me full speed with the car. Oh, no way. He was like driving and like not looking ahead. He was like looking at Jack. Yeah. And asking him Jack was like, you know, a little bit behind me and like a little bit to the side. Uh-huh, and right. he just completely like he didn't run. I didn't go under uh-huh. the wheel, but he just like hit me and like just knocked me forward, like right on my oh, face. Oh, man. And, and like uh, the his name's Jed and he's like just the nicest guy. Like mm. all of my years in high school, like, you know, always see him like at the tournaments. Oh, like, Hey, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. And like, it's just so funny that that would happen to him. Oh, and he just <laughs> rammed you with the card. Yeah. He felt so bad, <laughs> but I was like, no, like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Like it just knocked me down. Like it didn't, like I never got hurt or anything, mm-hmm. but like, it was just so funny because it just knocked me completely on my face. I've never heard anybody get hit by a cart full speed like that before. That's oh, that's a story. Full speed. Jeez. And like the next tournament, he's like, oh, uh, he shows up with a, like, a sa- like a yellow like safety vest. Oh, nice. <laughs> and he's like, oh, like, can you, he's like jokingly in front of like all the other coaches and players like, can you wear this today? Because I don't want to <laughs> just like that's time oh man it just became like the biggest joke like Uh out of like the whole like my entire high school golf career because like you know he was like he was never one of those coaches that like you know like if you're playing bad it's like not like like I would be having a bad round and he Mm -hmm. would come up and like be on like you know not my coach at all yeah playing his kids like oh hey Garrett how's it going I'm like oh like I'm not playing that well he's like he's like it's okay like you got a lot of holes left, like, blah, 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 like, just stay. Oh, nice it. guy. Do you, do you need any snacks? Like, <laughs> literally, like, just the nicest guy ever. And they're like, of course, it would be him to, like, accidentally <laughs> run me over with the golf cart. Yeah, he probably, probably feels bad. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, we, like, <laughs> we still crazy. joke about it all the time. Because uh, he's actually a member at uh, my home course now. I play out at Belmont Country Club. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nice. So, I saw him out there over summer, probably, like, four, three, four days a week. So it's we still just we joke around about it all the time. It's just That's pretty, pretty funny. Story. Nice. So uh last one for you here. Um, what does the future hold for Garrett Bow? What's what do you want to do during college? And then what's your uh, future gonna be like after college? Um hopefully we'll have a spring season. Yeah, no <laughs> uh, kidding. I'm really looking forward to that. We have like a pretty young team this year. We have four freshmen and uh we have four freshmen and we have a junior college transfer coming in this year. Nice. So like five new faces. So it'll be, it'll be interesting, but we have like a lot of guys that can play like no, like Jack or Derek, like mm-hmm. one and two, but like we have like 
eight guys that can make the lineup. So it's going to be – Oh, it's going to be competitive. Yeah, it's going to be so, so competitive um, all year long. And in qualifying, like, we're all friend, We're all close. We're all good friends. So I think it's going to be such a good competition. Like, everybody's pushing each other and, like, really trying to get better. So nice. looking forward to that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'll be – I think it'll be a pretty good year. And then – yeah, so that would be my sophomore year. And then just keep grinding away, keep trying to get better, and then hopefully um, turn pro after college would be obviously the ultimate goal. Nice. But got to get got to get uh, my degree. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, that's important. <laughs> so Nice. Yeah, so just trying to make the most out of my four years. Yeah, yeah, I know. Good. I've with uh, – covid year yeah with the extra year you're gonna get so yeah yeah take advantage of it so i'm not i'm not 100 percent sure if i'll take it yet because i just don't know what i'm how i'm going to be playing like if i'm playing if after four years i get my degree and i'm playing like the best golf of my life then yeah i would probably try to go pro but like you know if i'm like ah you know like i think i need like one more year to like Mm -hmm. get grow a little bit more like right you know, under coach Strader and with the team and stuff then i i would without hesitation take the extra year yeah yeah definitely you're going to want to evaluate what your um what your graduation date's going to be like and stuff and yeah. yeah like you said so that's something to look forward to and um i wish you nothing but the best man thank you thank you awesome well that'll uh, that'll wrap up this week's episode of uh, scrambling with Dylan Otto with Garrett Bow thanks for coming on again man yeah, thanks for having me. It was, uh, good talking to you. Yeah, good talking to, to you, man. All righty, we'll see ya. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Just want to let you guys know I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes, like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.